Hey, this is Mike Brake, and I'm the pastor at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. I want to say thank you for stopping by our podcast today. We really do believe that you're only one step away from the relationship with God that you've been wanting. So I hope the message today gives you encouragement, gives you some vision so that you can take that next step towards freedom. Enjoy the message. Today, we're right smack dab in the middle of our series called Dangerous Prayers. And we said last week, well, we looked at Jesus's prayer. The, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you don't, you don't pray like everyone else. That Teach us how to pray. And, and so he rattled off what we know as the Lord's Prayer. And he said, this then is how you should pray. And, and really, it wasn't so much, hey, pray these specific words. And if, if you do say the Lord's Prayer and you have memorized it and you've said those and it connects you to God, then I don't want to discourage that whatsoever. I'm not against tradition. If tradition gets you closer to God, then use it. But I think really what Jesus was saying is this is how. This is the heart behind prayer. This is how you get connected. And this was not a safe prayer. He said, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Let's start off with just talking about who are we talking to? Our Father, which is, which is so nice to know that God, this big grand God, hallowed be your name, didn't say, start off with don't bother because I have bigger and better things to do. No, he says our relationship is going to be kind of like a dad, a father, one that's wise, one that can be trusted. And then he prays, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we stopped right there last week because we said that's dangerous. The rest of the prayer, if you know it, says give us. And I think we know how to say, hey, God, give us today. I need this today. We, we got that down. But this, your kingdom come, your will be done, your, your, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's dangerous. And so we looked at three dangerous prayers last week. Search me, God. Search me, test me, know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything that offends you and lead me in the way of everlasting. Break me, God. If there's something inside of me that is causing me to be not as close to you and your will that I need, break, break me, whatever you need, and then send me. Open contract, God. Whoever, whenever, wherever you call me to go, send me. These are dangerous prayers. They're not prayers that I want to pray, but they're going to get me in line with God's will, God's kingdom. These prayers work not because they change God, not because they bend him to my will. These prayers work because they change me. And I believe God is going to answer these prayers. Today, the prayer that we're going to pray is a prayer of silence. Scripture says, be Still and know that I am God. Be still. Any parents of toddlers in the room? Or you, you were parents of toddlers in the room? Have you ever tried to get your children to be still? Be still. You're running around. You're, you're, you're moving. And, and like as a parent of a toddler myself, I don't speak in complete sentences anymore. It's, it's like, yes, stop. No, hey, God, and that's how I talk. It's just utterances and, and sounds and nighttime, bedtime can sound like an armed robbery where it's like, all right, everybody down. 
Anybody makes a move? This might be your last night sleeping in this room. Anybody makes a sound? You may not see the morning. It sounds more like an armed robbery. I'm just trying to put my kids to bed. Be still. Be still. And I think God would say to his kids, even as grown adults today, why? Be still. Stillness has a way to prepare us to hear from God. Why is it that we have such a hard time being still and our souls are not at rest? I want to talk about the prayer of stillness today because we are on the go. We're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're scrolling, we're going, we're going, we're going. And then when it comes to our kids, we've wound them up the same way and we've loaded up their schedule and they're going and going. And our souls are not shutting down. Our minds are not shutting down. I love what the writer of Ecclesiastes says. He says, so what do people get in this life for their hard work and anxiety? It's like, well, are you writing this for today? Or did you write this like yesterday? No, this was thousands of years ago. He says, what do they get for the hard work and anxiety? Their days of labor are filled with pain and grief. Even at night, their minds cannot rest. Hello, anybody? I can't even make it through the night. My mind will not shut down. The prayer of silence to where we can listen to God. I believe he wants to speak to us, to position us, to get ourselves in a position where we can hear from them. I remember it was a couple, couple weeks ago, I was with my boys and we wanted to, it was uh, Daddy Sunday, we were going to do some stuff together, but I needed to get some, some work done. So I was upstairs doing some work and they were downstairs and they were watching a movie on the TV. But then I got my work done and they knew, hey, we're going to go play. They've been asking me, let's go play, let's go do some stuff. So I'm upstairs, I said, hey, I'm ready to go, let's get our shoes on, let's go. But I, I didn't, didn't hear anything, didn't hear any movement, no sound, okay, and I'm still upstairs, and I got a loud voice, so I just, you know, instead of walking down and talking to him, I thought, hey, let's go, daddy wants to play with his boys, let's go, nothing, so then I do walk down the stairs, and I'm like, maybe they ran outside or something like that, and I, I, I look, and they're, they're just watching the TV, and so I'm in the room, I'm like, hey, guys, hey, let's go play, you know, spend some time together, nothing. I walk over to the TV. Hello? Nothing. They're still, I'm like, hey, nothing. I turn the TV off. And then they're like, what? Hey, what's going on? We were watching the TV. Daddy wants to play with his kids. The father wants to play with his kids. It's a good reminder that we need to shut down sometimes so we can spend time with our father. Be still. So I'm going to get real practical real fast. My challenge to you this week, like what, what's, what's, an, what's something I can take from the sermon? Well, I'm going to challenge you to literally be still this week. Take five minutes this week. Do nothing. Say nothing. Just be still before God. 
And you're like, really? That's all you got? That's, that's the practical application? You're like, some of you are new. You're like, is there like another pastor that's come? Like, like that's, that's, what, that's all you got? Like, you know, I am, I am the pastor. <laughs> There's not some older guy that's going to come out here and, 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 and talk. You know, there... I'm going to argue that our soul needs some time to slow down. I'm going to argue that in order to, to hear from God, we need some solitude. And we need some consistency of getting in his presence to get our souls at rest, to really, truly hear from God. Try this this week. It will be the hardest thing you do all week. Five minutes. You're going to sit there and you, you're like, uh, okay, I, I'm going to sit. But then your mind is going to race. And then you're like, I got this yard work to do. I got this project deadline to do. I got the dishes to do. I got this diaper to change. I got something to cook. And you're, you're going to like quickly like think of all the things that you've got to do. And it's a fight to just breathe it in. Be still. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm not going to worry about anything. I'm just going, God, I'm just going to enjoy being in your presence. Being your son. Being your daughter. And enjoying a relationship with you. Be still. And I think what you'll find... If you do this consistently, you'll find that you start positioning your heart and your soul and your mind to really start hearing from God. And this is where it gets dangerous because I believe God wants to speak to you, but we're so distracted and we have so much noise when the default, when the default of our lives is we got nothing going on. Oh, I'll just get this out and I'll scroll. That's the default. Or I'll post. Or I'll flip on a TV. Or I'll flip on a movie. Still ourselves. Isaiah. Isaiah said this in chapter 30. Right behind you, a voice will say, this is the way you should go. Whether to the right or to the left. Isn't that where we are right now? God, just tell me. I don't know what your will is. I don't know. Do you want me to go this way? Do you want me to go this way? He wants to speak to you. My wife and I were here two years ago, 2017. God, just tell us where you want us to go. This was our theme verse, to the right or to the left. I trust if I just seek you consistently, you're going to tell us which direction where you need to go. We even went to an overlook over the city. This was our date night. And we just pulled off to the side of the road. We found a, 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 there's a picture, I think, that we have that you can just see over the city. And this is our, our viewpoint. And we just prayed over Los Alamos. In our hearts, our feelings were like, God, I, I think you want us to go somewhere else. I think it's not Los Alamos. I think we need to go. But God, search me. Break me. Send me. If it's your will here, God, speak. Let us know. Open the doors. But we got ourselves out, outside. 
where we could just see and where we could hear. Silence, stillness is a dangerous prayer because it gets us in position to hear from God. But let me tell you something, this is uncomfortable. There's a tension when you put yourself here. All of us would want intimacy with God. We're like, hey, I want to know God more. I, I want to be in his presence. I want to know him and, and be known by him. And I want to grow in my relationship with God. But I will tell you, as you want that intimacy, as much as you crave that intimacy, we also run from it as well. Because it's easier to run or it's easier to hide from God than it is to be fully exposed before him. Watch what happened to Adam. This happened at the very, very beginning when Adam sinned, Adam and Eve, and they sinned. And then they ran from God, and then God came walking in the garden. It says, then the Lord called to the man, where are you? And he replied, Adam replied, I heard. I, I heard you. I heard you walking, God, in the garden. And so I hid. And I was afraid. I was afraid because I was naked. I was fully exposed. I was ashamed. And so I hid. Where are you hiding today from God? Where's the mask that you are wearing today and hiding from God and on the run from God? And he's saying, where are you? It's like a game of hide and seek. God knows where you're at. But he's like, who, who is this? I did not, Adam, I did not create you to wear these fig leaves and cover up and hide and we were meant for relationship. Who, who, I don't understand who this is. Where are you and why are you hiding? I think this is the question that is being asked today. Why are you on the run and on the go and so busy? And I gotta, and I gotta, well, I gotta do this work. I gotta have, I gotta get this project done. I gotta do this stuff for my kids. I gotta get this money. I gotta do this. And I've gotta post this and I've gotta do, I gotta, I gotta. You got one gotta in this life. I gotta know God. Everything else is secondary. But I'll hide behind my busyness, God. I'll be on the go, I'll be on the go, I'll be on the go because I'm afraid of what you might say. I'm afraid of being exposed, so I'll hide behind all of this stuff. I'll hide behind my anger because I'm afraid of exposing where I'm hurt. You know that's what anger is, right? It's fear. Fear of exposing some sort of hurt, some sort of wound, but it's easier to just lash out. It's easier just to express that passion in the moment than it is to just be vulnerable and be real. Where are you? 
Can we just be real and drop the mask and stop hiding? Hiding behind the significance that we're shooting for. When the real me is so full of insecurities. So I'll post and I'll keep posting and I'll keep trying to get the followers and the likes or I'll keep trying to get the promotion or I'll keep trying to get the money and I'll keep going for more because I feel like I'm missing out. So I'll go for more and I'll hide behind this pursuit of stuff instead of being exposed before God. Where are you hiding? Where are you today? I'll hide my emotions because it's too hard to be vulnerable it's too hard to expose a weakness men we have this concept of what it is to be a man to be masculine in our society and so we'll hide behind this mask and on the real on the inside we don't even know who we are anymore and God's saying where are you Where are you? It's okay to cry sometimes. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's called intimacy. And we crave it. Yet we all run from it too. Intimacy. Into me see. Because God, if you really, if you really knew me, God, probably wouldn't love me. If my spouse really, if I really opened up and I expressed my worries and I expressed my insecurities, if you really knew me, if you knew my sin, you probably wouldn't want anything to do with me. Intimacy. It's what we crave, but you have to be exposed. God, we talked about this today, God. I'm sorry, I'm talking to God because I was going to preach this, but I prayed, I said, you're going to have to pull on their fig leaves today. (laughs) Whatever you're hiding behind, God, expose them. Whatever is going on in your soul, when you quiet your soul, you don't have to hide from God. He knows. If you just knew, he would just say, this has always been about a relationship, Adam. I know. I know where you're at. Where are you? Where are you today? Where are you hiding? Where are you on the run? Just be open before God. Another reason why I do not, why I struggle, and I'd rather just be on the go than sit in stillness before God, because he's got the calling is uncomfortable. The calling on your life is not about comfort. He's going to push you. He's going to stretch you. And I know if I sit here, you're going to speak, God, and then I'm going to have to wrestle with doing it. Hello, Jonah. God, I don't want to go to Nineveh. That's the last place on earth I'd want to go. I don't want to go there. I think I'll go another way. And God, by his grace, said, oh, no. I still want to go to Nineveh, and guess what, Jonah? I love you, and we're going to do a super cool, super fun way to get you there. 
All right. Swallowed in a whale. We're going to get you there in super fast time. Spit you, and you're going to go do my work. Watch what Jonah says at the end of this. After it all gets done, Jonah says, Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, God? That is why I ran away to Tarshish. I knew that you were merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. You're eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now. Thank you for your honesty, Jonah. I don't want to do it. But I know what I got to do. I'll just stay on the go doing my own thing on my own time whenever, however I want to do it because I know if you're going to call me to do it, God, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Following Jesus is not always going to be easy. But following Jesus will always be better. Following Jesus will never, not always be easy, but it will always be better. The calling on your life, yeah, it will stretch you, but it will make you better. So you're like, okay, I want this, I want this, I, I, I want this stillness, I want to hear from, from God. Well, you're going to have to do something about it. I remember being on a, on a vacation, and anytime I go on vacation, it takes me like two or three days to kind of just finally get the anxieties and the worries and just my brain to finally slow down, which is why I think you need time to slow things down in your life. But I remember being on vacation several years ago, and I was having it out with God because this is my issue. This is the, the, the busyness of my life is the thing that I struggle with even up to this day, to this week. And I remember having it out with God saying, why I'm, all, I'm so busy. I've got all these things to do and I'm going. And it seems like this has always been the case, God. And he spoke. He said, so when are you going to do something about that, Mike? Because I'm like, God, you change the circumstances. You do this. And he's like, no, I've been calling you to take this next step for quite some time. When? Are you going to do something about that? And somebody needs to hear that today. When are you going to do something about your busyness? Because you are missing out on one heck of a relationship. Going and doing and going and doing and going and doing when it's just about knowing him. When are you going to do something about it? And what are you going to do? Because it's not enough to know, okay, God, I'm going to change today. And then we walk out this door and then hmm, we just hope that it happens. No, you got to get a plan. And so for some of you that might be, okay, instead of like budgeting my money, I need to budget my schedule. And I need to, I need to get, get a scheduler or a planner or something and get that going. Maybe that's for you. Maybe for you it's like, okay, I, gotta, I, I need to fast not from food, but social media, my phone. I need to get a plan and we're going to put it in place. Maybe for you, it's, it's uh, figuring out how you can get alone and find some solitude. Maybe you need to take a day off of work. Work can wait. 
I, I, I need to be with my family. Or, or maybe I, I, work can wait. I love my family, but I got to get alone with God. Whatever it takes, get a plan. Maybe for you, it's church. Like, hey, I, this is, God's here. God's people are here. There's something about when you get together and you're singing his praises and you're like, I may not be feeling it, but man, I'm going to praise anyway. I'm going to give that hallelujah anyway. And it gets me into the presence. It's, it's when I get it, get out of consuming mode and I'm going to go and I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve in the kids. I'm going to help set up. I'm going to help. I'm just going to, I'm going to serve other people. And then God starts to speak. And so maybe it's like, hey, you know what? I love church, but I'm going to make a plan so I can get here. And it's not about perfect attendance, but it's just like I'm going to do what it takes to get in God's presence, to get with his people so I can hear from God. I'm not going to consume. I'm going to contribute. And we're going to see God take off in my life and in other people's lives. Get a plan. I like what it says in, sorry, I'm getting off my notes, Hebrews chapter 4. So there is a Say this with me, special rest, still waiting for the people of God. For some of you, it's still waiting for you. For all who have entered God's rest have rested from their labors just as God did after creating the world. So let's say this with me, let's do our best to enter that Rest. Freedom, when we do this, when we take the time to pray the dangerous prayers of stillness, of silence before God, there is reward. There is reward. Right before Jesus starts the Lord's Prayer, He says, when you pray, Go away by yourself. Jesus, so often you'd see him in the Gospels getting away from the crowds and praying by himself. People are going and looking for him. Jesus, where are you? He's by himself praying, getting alone. Shut the door behind you. Parents of toddlers, I will add, maybe lock the door behind you and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything, the, the, the big Alpha and Omega, the creator, the maker of this world, the beginning and the end, the one who is coming that will judge, he sees you. And he will, he will reward you. You say, Mike, I'm not doing it for the, for the reward. He will reward you. Not with what you want. Thank God he doesn't answer and reward us with what we want. Otherwise, we'd all be married in middle school to our crush. We'd have a big fancy car with a payment that we couldn't afford and we'd be miserable. And you know, you know that type of Santa Claus prayer doesn't work. But he will reward you with his presence. 
This has always been about a relationship. And I'll be honest, a lot of times when I still myself before God, I just get silence back. And here, I, don't, I don't get anything. God didn't hear from you. That's okay. Seek and you will find. It's consistency. Because I've had enough times in my life where he speaks and I hear. And you get the reward of peace in your life. When all chaos is going around, when there's all uncertainty going on, and all this busyness is going on, when I still myself before God, he will speak. A lot of times it is truth. Mike, you're my son. Mike, I love you. Mike, I know there's a lot of uncertainty and things going on, but just keep taking the next step. You're on the right path. Keep going. I love you. You're forgiven, Mike. I know you got a lot of uncertainties and, and insecurities. You're forgiven and you're loved. Peace. Then you'll get the reward of destiny sometimes. Sometimes he'll, he'll guide you into your next step. This is, this is the next step that you need to go into. And that's where you begin to get stretched, but that's where you begin to find your purpose in life. And it's scary. And a lot of us will hear this voice and you say, well, how do I know? How do I know that's, is that from God or is that from me? Is that from God or is that something from the world? Is that from God or is that Satan? Because I know he likes to twist some stuff. Which, which is it, Mike? Because I'm hearing these voices and there's a lot of noise. Which one is it? A lot of times you won't know. But that's where the next reward comes in, and that's faith. Your faith will grow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just... This isn't 100% accurate, okay? So this isn't going to be in every case. But I'm, I'm going to say for a lot of us in the room, God wanted me to push this button. If it lines up with Scripture, and you, you might have a, a few people that you want to just verify with, yes. Your answer is yes. God, send me. God, search me. God, break me. Before you even say anything, the answer is yes. And you say yes enough times to that voice, you're, you want assurance before you take the next step, right? I want to guarantee, God, that's not how faith works. Faith is I will take the next step and assurance comes after. Blessing comes after. That, that was God. I've taken a few steps where I thought it was God. I look back like, nope, 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 that was not God. Let's get back here. Let's get back in alignment. Okay, this is God here. Faith and assurance Assurance comes after your step. And Jesus says, he says, my sheep, this flock, I know them. They listen to my voice and they follow me. They actually step behind me and follow. You take enough steps with God you take enough next steps of faith with God, let me tell you something. You start to recognize that voice. Which voice is it? I don't... I've heard that voice before. I, I, I followed that voice before. It was hard. I didn't want to forgive that person. I didn't want to actually go back to that person and have that conversation. But I know that voice. I followed it. And it was better afterwards. 
I didn't want to give. I didn't want to serve. I wanted to do my thing and my time, but I know that voice. It's, it was behind me. It whispered this way or that way. I knew it right in my soul. I followed that voice before. I'm going to follow it again. The reward of a faith that grows. And then you're living and you're building God's kingdom. Dangerous. You're dangerous. Building his kingdom. Not my kingdom. His kingdom. He wants to use you to reach Los Alamos. There are people around you right now that he wants you inviting them. He wants you loving on them. He wants you being generous with them, not to build your kingdom, but to build his. And our temptation is, I got to, I got to this, I got to this, I got to this. And God, when I, when I have some time, then me and you, let's flip that. I don't have time not to be with you, God. This stuff can wait. Be still and know that I am God. If you're wrestling with this today, and we all are, it's by design. It's by design. Augustine said this, Say, God, you've made us for yourself, O Lord, and our soul is restless until it finds rest in you. And that captures where some of us are today. Our soul has been restless for so long and we're looking for satisfaction and we're looking for meaning and we're trying to do more and we're trying to fill this void with success with status, with progress, with relationships, with money. And it's empty. And we're restless. It's a Jesus-sized void that only he can fill. And you want to know what Jesus says on the matter? He says, come to me. All who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Come to me. Take my yoke upon you, which is a way of saying, live like me. Read, read the Gospels. Look how I live. Live like me. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. Be still, my soul, because there's one who loves you. And you can worship anything in this life. But nothing is greater than the one who created you. And he deserves all of our worship. Put him first. Seek him first. And then he will add everything you need. Be still. With that, I'm going to have a moment where we practice this. 60 seconds of stillness before God, not asking for anything, not worrying about anything, just breathe it in. Would you join with me? Eyes closed, head bowed. Let God Speak as you're still.
Thank you again for listening to the podcast at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. A few next steps that you can take coming out of this. One is head to our website and let us know just exactly how we can help you take your next step. Also, if we have had a positive impact in your life or in your family and you want to partner with us financially, you can go to our website and click give. That will get the message out so we can impact more people through this ministry. And finally, click the subscribe button. That way you know you get the latest content from the podcast as well as rate it, review it. That will help get the message out to others. Hope you have a a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.